Hey, my friend, it's Julie Klepp here, your life and grief coach. Welcome to the Build a Life After Loss podcast. I'm thrilled to bring you uplifting grief support and hope for rebuilding your life one small step at a time. Our mission is to offer enduring hope, loving compassion, skilled support, and effective steps to healing after loss. Let's get started. Hello, my friends. Welcome to episode 146, Relaxing into Emotion. If you are brand new here, welcome, 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 welcome. You may not know anything about me and you may not, you know, I'm talking about grief and loss and recovery and healing and hope and, and all these things. And you're like, who the heck are you to talk about these things? And so I want to give you a brief brief introduction to who I am. I am a human like you. (laughs) I'm married to my wonderful husband, Ron. We have six children, three that I brought to the marriage from my first marriage. So I went through a divorce, remarried. I lost my brother, um, John, to suicide. uh, And my two youngest children, my two youngest of my six died in a car accident on Mother's Day in 2007. And it has been, and it was a long road back from grief and pain and loss and all those experiences. And so I, a few years ago, felt a very strong impression that that this was my mission, that I was meant to share recovery. I was meant to share hope with people who are struggling with loss because it's hard and we don't understand grief because society doesn't give us good tools or good information about grief. It just does not. And so all the things that you've learned about grief, it's probably, I'm going to say it, probably not accurate. And it's probably causing you a lot of additional pain. So that's why I'm here. So if you've been here a long time, yay for you. Love having you here. Love my crowd. Love my people. Love the the sweet notes that you guys send me. And if you're brand new, I love that you're here. I love that that you're engaging with us. And I'm excited to share with you a little bit about relaxing into emotion because this has come up a lot recently in my one-on-one, and I would say it comes up a lot, a lot of the time, but even recently I've found it even more prevalent in my one-on-one clients. And as I'm saying that, I'm realizing with everything that we've gone through over the last two years, you know, everyone has been affected by the circumstances of the last couple of years. I think it's just made, well, I think, I know it's made, it's made everything heavier. There's a lot more contention. There's a lot more confusion and it's just added to our grief experience. So glad you're here. Glad we can talk about this. I know that for me, as I've gone through some personal experiences recently, I'm realizing the tremendous need for us to relax into our emotions, for us to recognize our emotions, to acknowledge our emotions, to work with them instead of against them. I am, this week has been crazy. (laughs) It feels like every project, 
everything that I'm involved in, there's been something going on, right? So I have projects in the community that that I work on. I have a couple of big projects right now that I'm working on in the community, in addition to to my mission, which is my to my business, which is being here with you, you know, coaching my clients, supporting the True Hope Club, which is my love. I just I love supporting my clients. I love supporting the True Hope Club. Right now we're in the middle of coach training. So I'm training other coaches in in grief coaching so that they have that in their tool belt. Because again, we just don't understand grief. And certainly if we use the common ideas that are in society about grief, they're not effective. They just aren't. We have a need for truthful, honest education around grief. In fact, as I'm, as I'm saying that, I'm thinking we need a conference we need a grief conference, just like a, one that's going to be real and raw and, and truthful and honest and, and will tell you the truth about what's going on and what needs to happen next. So anyway, I have a vacation coming up and then all these things happening. It's been a full week. I'm also really focused on improving my health. And as I've as I've been focused on that over the last couple of years of just really bringing my health to the next level. And I've done that, you know, over the last two years, incrementally, I've taken steps to improve my health. And as I've done that, I've realized, you know, I just recently hired a new coach with more information for me to take it to the next level. And I've recognized my resistance And it has felt like I've gone backwards. Now, in your grief, how many times have you felt like you're going backwards? Like you had these good days and it felt like, oh, okay, okay, things are going well. And then you have a bad day and you have tremendous sadness and you cry and you you vent and you're like, oh my gosh, I've gone backwards. I've gone backwards. And let me tell you, we never go backwards. We never go backwards. And, and when we're in that state of new things coming up, we can start to reframe that and start to say, I am so grateful that I am releasing this new level of emotion. For me with my health journey, it's like, I'm so grateful that I'm learning. And, and I'm like you, right? I, I panic. I panic when I feel like I'm going backwards. I'm like, oh my gosh, why am I struggling with this again? (laughs) I thought I was done with that. It does. It creates fear and panic and all of that. But I'm learning to reframe my thoughts. I'm inviting you to reframe your thoughts. So when we have those days where it feels like we're going backwards, we then are able to tell ourselves, I'm not going backwards. I never go backwards. I'm taking all of the skills and the information and the progress that I made into this moment where I'm releasing more more emotion, where I'm releasing more pain, where I'm letting go of more, where I'm learning to 
to show up at a higher level. One of the things that I notice in this space is this tightening. Do you notice that? Do you notice that your muscles are just tight because you're holding on so tight? I'm holding my breath. Do you find yourself holding your breath or breathing really shallow? Do you find yourself like trying to avoid the grief monster? Like you've put the grief monster behind a door and said, no, you are not welcome anymore. Well, what does that do? The grief monster starts to fight and he looks more and more like a monster. It reminds me of the Monsters, Inc. movie where they, they're they so afraid, like the kids are so afraid of the monster in the closet. But then a couple of those kids meet the monster in the closet and realize, oh, he's okay. He's okay. So when we put grief behind a door, when we avoid it, when we ignore it, when we shove it away, we're not doing ourselves any favor. And so we have an opportunity to relax into the emotion, into the experience that we're having. So what does that look like? Right now, we have a tendency to hold on tight. You may be having a tendency to hold on tight, to breathe shallow to feel all the fear of that monster behind the door. This morning, this image came into my mind because we have this grief, right? We have this grief and then we bury it under guilt, shame, fear, anger, all these other emotions. This morning, I thought of a ball pit. Those play places that used to be open before everything started a couple of years ago <laughs> that probably still aren't open. If you think of a ball pit that, you know, where the kids get in and they play with all these different colored balls and they slide into it and everything. So the ball pit has all these different color balls. And let's say the red represents grief and the green represents fear. And the orange represents guilt and the yellow represents shame. And this ball pit just has this mix of all of this stuff. That's a lot like our emotions, right? It's just like, and we tend to put them all in the same pit and call it grief. And actually we're experiencing a lot of different emotions but we kind of bunch it all together and say grief. And when we're trying to release grief, when we have those sad moments and those sad days and those sad weeks and those sad months, it's really our body and our soul and our, and our spirit and our mind trying to release the grief, but then we're adding back in shame, guilt, and fear. We're adding that back in because like I said, you may may have a string of a couple of good days and then you go back into this sadness and then you think I shouldn't be here. This shouldn't be like this. And you add grief or shame back into where you're releasing the grief. That's why it's so important to just relax into the emotion, just relax into it. So I'm going to share some ideas with you here on how to relax into the emotion. Because as I'm saying that, I know that you're thinking, I have no idea what you're talking about, Julie. And I totally get it. 
because I followed and and was a, a student of Brooke Castillo and the Life Coach School for a few years, a few years ago. And there was a lot of like reframing. There was a lot of, you know, let's let's look at the circumstance, the thought and the emotion. And, and so there was this, there became this, this struggle, I, I will say for some people, because they felt an uncomfortable emotion and they just wanted to reframe it right away. And instead of feeling the uncomfortable emotion. So we need a balance. We need a balance between being in the emotion, relaxing into the emotion and reframing. It's not one or the other, it's both. So the first piece that I highly recommend is that you really learn to breathe, to change your breathing. Your breathing is the only is the only automated function of your body. So if we think about automated functions of our body, like digestion, like circulation, like our heart beating, those are automated functions. We don't have to think about it. We don't have to regulate it, but breathing is automatic and, and we have some control. So it's almost like this bridge between us and our automated functions of our body because it affects so much. And we don't have time to go into that right now. But if you haven't already, I I would invite you to go to buildalifeafterloss.com, buildalifeafterloss.com, same as the podcast name, .com, and download, I don't even remember what it's called right now, um, three, three steps to feeling better, something like that. Anyway, on that, when you download that, one of the pieces of that is I share with you a breathing technique or ideas for including slowing down your breath, slowing down your breath. And, and it's such a great thing to be aware of because it really is that on it, that, that bridge between our body and our mind and allows us to really slow everything down and it can be done anytime. So there's two, two things. One is create some time in your day, maybe five, 10 minutes, get on YouTube, look up breathing exercises and follow along and, and train yourself to slow down your breathing. The other is to download that that PDF that I was just telling you about, you'll get this PDF that will walk you through, you know, a breathing exercise, how to use it. And, and to just went in those moments when everything feels tight and you're just holding on so tight and you're frustrated because you're, because you feel like you've gone backwards and you're feeling sad and you're feeling all of this to learn to just breathe you know, put your hand on your heart and take a couple of deep breaths. I guarantee you it makes a huge, huge difference. Invite some deep breathing into your day. So then let's talk about reframe because it is a part of the process. So when we're thinking, you know, I offered a reframe earlier, but I maybe didn't call it that. I don't think I did. 
when we're having those moments, when days and weeks where we're feeling everything, where we don't feel like we're in control, where we're super sad and crying and, and so forth, it's really easy to get into the judgment, which we've talked about recently here on the podcast. It's really easy to go into judgment. It's really easy to go into panic and fear that this is going to last forever. And so you have an opportunity to console yourself. You have an opportunity to to share with yourself in that moment, to quiet everything down, take a deep breath and go, it's okay. This is part of the process. And that's what I mean by relaxing into emotion is just assuring yourself because an, an intention is super powerful. And, and you set that intention that when you're having those bad days, you are healing. It is part of the healing process. And so you, you console yourself. And you tell yourself, this is part of the process. It's okay that I'm sad. It's okay that I'm crying. This crying is releasing the pain. So when you do that, when you remind yourself in the moment or even afterwards, when you create that space for the sadness, then you avoid adding shame to the experience. And then you really, truly are receiving that release. The other, the third suggestion I have for you is creating space, creating space in your day for being with your emotions. So at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you'll work up to maybe 30 minutes, but in the beginning, take five minutes Think about your day. Think about the emotions that you've had during the day. Maybe there was frustration. Maybe there was anger. Maybe there was loneliness. Maybe there was fear, sadness, whatever came up. Whatever came up during the day that maybe you pushed aside because you were at work or you were in the middle of a project or something was going on and you pushed it aside. At the end of the day, review the day and, and think about, you know, what were some of the emotions that I felt today and allow them in, not to stay, but to allow them to move through. Because if, if we ignored them in the moment, because we're working, we're in the middle of a project, our kids needs a, need us or whatever happened for you during the day, then you're storing that emotion. So think of this as like like digestion, right? Like we learn that when we take in too many calories at once, we, you know, our body stores the calories it doesn't need to burn, like the calories it doesn't burn, it stores it. Well, our emotional body kind of does the same thing. It whatever didn't get processed, whatever didn't get digested, whatever emotions didn't get digested during the day, get stored. And so you want to take that 5, 10, 15, 30 minutes and process, allow those emotions, digest those emotions by bringing them back up into your experience, 
which you're like, why would I do that? (laughs) Why would I do that? Because you don't want to store them. That's why. And, And you want to go into your body when you do this, not into your mind. So that, that is what creates more confusion and why we're afraid to bring it back into our experience, because then we're going to, then we're, you know, worried. It's just going to create this spiral. But if you go into your body and you feel the emotion and you think about like, where does this show up in my body? Does it show up as a tightness in my chest? Does it show up this pit in my stomach? Like, where does it show up and what does it feel like? And if you, if you will allow yourself to feel the emotion, to focus on your body, not your mind, not what created the emotion, you're not revisiting circumstance, you're revisiting the emotion so that it doesn't get stored. Revisit the emotion, go into your body focus on your body. Every time you find yourself trying to solve the problem, remind remind yourself, nope, we're not doing that right now. We're in our body, allowing that emotion to move through us. Because when, when we do that, when we name the emotion, like first you've got to name it. When we name the emotion, we're very specific about the, what it is. Your intuition is going to help you with this, especially as you practice it. Your intuition is going to start helping you with this, especially as you develop vocabulary around emotion. I guarantee you, your your intuition is because your subconscious wants to clear this. And that's why we have the bad days, because our subconscious is like, okay, we need to clear this. It's time to clear this. We're tired of storing it. (laughs) So go into the emotion, think about what it feels like, where it is, and just kind of observe it, watch it morph, and watch it fade away. And as you practice this, it will become easier and easier because I know when I first heard about this idea, I was like, what the heck? I don't even know what that is. I don't know how that works. You just have to try it. You just have to get started. And then it starts to make more sense. And you can start to feel that dissipate. That's what you really want. If you want to learn way more about this, because I have way more to say about this, and I'm going to be sharing more about this in our live coaching call next Wednesday. Yes, the 23rd, Uh, the 23rd in the States on Wednesday. Actually, let me look up the time even for you. And I'll tell you that this time that I'm giving you is mountain time in the United States. It'll be at one o'clock mountain time next Wednesday, the 23rd. We're going to go deeper into this because this is huge. So we're going to spend some time talking about this, answering questions about this. So I invite you to get on that call. If you're not able to get on that call, that's okay because we're going to put the recording up afterwards. But if you're able to get on the call, then you can ask questions as we go. But there's in the True Hope Club, we have tons of opportunities for you to get your questions 
asked and answered. We have three different ways for you to ask questions and get them answered. And one is completely anonymous. Like, I don't even know who's asking the question. I just get the question, I answer it and, and post it so that you can so that you can see it. So anyway, I invite you to try out the True Hope Club today for free for two weeks. So you can actually jump in there today, get on that coaching call or watch the recording and jump off if you want to. But I think you're going to love it because if you love the podcast, you're going to love, 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 love the True Hope Club because we go deeper into the concepts here and we apply it. And it's so good because truth is really going to set you free. It really is. And that's what I'm all about is sharing truth about loss and grief and hope and how to get through this mess because it's a mess, isn't it? I know it was a mess for me. So start your process, start your process of feeling better today by starting your two-week trial in the True Hope Club. And if you're wondering where to go for that, again, it's buildalifeafterloss.com. You can go directly at buildalifeafterloss.com slash join. All this is in the show notes as well. And a quick reminder to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast to help us spread truth and hope and love and everything. Join us on Facebook and Instagram at Build a Life After Loss too. Love to see you there. Love to have you jump in there and, and share your experience as well. Have a wonderful week. Bye. Love you.